848 on the crosstalk on WIZM. A little house cleaning uh, first. I got to, I have to say thank you to uh, Jim Dandy, who apparently last week, late, late last week, brought in some candy, some of his fabulous dark chocolate for me. And I was about to share. And then Mark said, oh, I got my own. So I didn't share. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much, Jim Dandy. I appreciate that. I will get to whatever's in that uh, gold aluminum foil here later this morning. 848 on the Crosstalk on WIZM. Made up news. I know that's not a phrase that you're unfamiliar with, but uh, it would seem that when a CNN analyst, uh, Joe Lockhart in this case, tweeted an appalling conversation that he overheard between two Republican senators during that day's impeachment trial, only later to admit he made the whole thing up. 100% 100% fabrication, and he kept his job. Our uh, guest from Newsbusters is uh, Curtis Hauk. Good morning, Curtis. Thanks for talking with us. Uh, are you surprised? <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. I mean, uh, you know, the, one of the big, bigger points that the Trump team makes uh, in a lot of their arguments regarding the, con- the contempt that the House Democrats have for the president was Adam Schiff at one of the impeachment hearings making up the conversation that that the president had. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, when he was uh, he was uh, uh, telling everybody about the uh, transcript of the uh, President Trump phone call when he made that all right. up, and then later on said, instead, "Oh, I was just in, joking." Yes, instead of just reading it, you know, because they say the transcript. You know, instead of just sticking to the facts and saying, oh, the transcript's really bad, let me read from it, we're going to go further by making it up, you know, making up conversations. The transcripts, right. In our lives, you know, sometimes where we kind of paraphrase or think about what people are thinking in their little thought bubbles. Uh, Cartoonists do that all the time. Uh, But uh, this is an impeachment. I'm surprised. Yeah. I I fall back on. A comment. I wish I could remember exactly what he said, but uh, Michael Jordan, who was talking about his uh, his latest shoe to be uh, introduced by Nike, uh, uh, he was asked, "Why don't you uh, promote uh, political uh, agenda? You're you're powerful. People pay attention to you. They listen to what you say. Why aren't you uh, out in favor of candidate X?" And he looked at the uh, reporter and the camera and said, "Because everybody wears." shoes and he would he knows full well that the minute he says that he promotes a democrat or a republican the other guys are going to stop buying his shoes i don't understand why cnn or msnbc or whatever believe that they will have enough of an audience if they only have democrats in the audience and nobody else i don't get that well yeah, well, the problem, too, is, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make for stimulating talk. It doesn't make for stimulating, you know, diversity for a network that's supposed to represent the news uh, and give only the best and brightest analysis, what everyone says, oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Right, uh, it's just bouncing heads. Four hours, four, five, six, seven, 24 hours. I mean, really, who's going to listen to that? I mean, I mean, it's just... I, I go back to the late Jim Lair, who died last week from PBS, and one of the things that he he tried to live by was the new when you people watch the news, the news isn't about him. 
that was one of his big points. The news isn't about me. There's a reason he hosted 12 presidential debates, because he was someone that all the sides, all, both sides were like, yeah, I can do that. You know, debate hosted by him. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's one of the points that I, as you were describing this and talk about this, that I keep coming back to, which is for CNN, MSNBC, it's almost, they want people to tune in to hear you, hear what they have to say that it's about them, not right. so much being informed citizens. That anybody out there in the audience. About what X and Y think. Well, I understand. If you listen to uh, Rush Limbaugh, you expect to get the Rush Limbaugh bias. Correct. If you listen to Joe Lockhart, you should not expect uh, a, a liberal-leaning bias because unless he says, I'm Joe Lockhart, here's my opinion, then – and he didn't say that. He he reported this conversation as overheard, as factual. Uh, you lose all your credibility when uh, you, you have to let the audience decide whether Adam Schiff was coherent, cohesive, dazzling, forceful, inspiring, powerful, remarkable. Those are not words that should be used by a newscaster. Those are words that might be used by uh, his wife, his mom and dad, or other Democrats that are absolutely in love with what uh, impeachment manager Adam Schiff uh, did when it was his turn in uh, in D.C. Right. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a really good point to, to shift to where – yeah, the media were tripping all over themselves. As I wrote in Newsbusters, they were emptying their thesauruses to figure out ways to describe Adam Schiff's performance. I mean, yeah, you're right. Those are, you know, when people tune in to, the, to straight news, uh, you know, versus, you know, our conversation here, you're looking for is, to borrow a phrase from Fox News, context and perspective. They're looking for context and perspective, whereas when you turn into CNN or MSNBC or Fox News, ABC, CBS, NBC during the trial, you're looking for analysis, news, uh, you know, people interpreting or sound bites uh, of what's going on. But instead, what you're getting is punditry, masquerading as news. Yeah, adjective, you know, I try to think when you're a journalist like that, yeah, adjectives that you use to describe someone like that in terms of positive connotations. Yes, you can say that, um, for example, if you describe a presentation as someone being really fired up, you could just say that they were fired up, fired up, or they were angry. Those are things that, you know, are add color to the scene. Uh, cause that's what you want as a journalist to answer the who, what, where, when, I, and how, but when you start going into dazzling and fabulous and a you know, the emotional and powerful, that's when, yeah, you do cross the line, as you were saying. And coverage uh, after Saturday's uh, brief presentation by Republicans was, in my opinion, just I just noticed, sorely lacking. Uh, Republicans will be at it again today, day two of uh, testimony. I wonder what kind of coverage uh, the news media will give Republicans nationwide.